Hello, and welcome to a special Hope podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brody. This is a particularly special episode as I talk with Becky Davidson, co-founder and president of Rising Above Ministries. After the unexpected death of her husband, Jeff, she assumed the leadership of their shared ministry and honored his memory by shepherding his last book, Common Man, Extraordinary Call, through publication. Becky and her son, John Alex, live in Cookville, Tennessee. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Jeff Davidson and the work he contributed to Rising Above, co-founded with his wife, the book he began, and the ministry he had as a special needs father to other men and fathers. His heart was as big as his smile, and he loved his son fiercely. Today, Becky and I will talk through their story as a family, including books and ministries, but throughout it all, I hope you will hear the story of an ordinary, common man with an extraordinary calling, a challenge that he rose to meet well and desired for other men to do the same. For all the special needs fathers out there, I hope this encourages your heart. Jeff, this one's for you. We honestly felt like we were the only special needs family in our whole town because we just never saw anyone. We We knew that wasn't true. But, but there was never um, any opportunity for special needs families to come together. It was my great joy and honor to be able to help bring his last legacy piece into being. Becky, welcome to A Special Hope. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. I'm so glad to connect with you. Um, Becky, tell me about your family and tell me about your story. Okay. So my husband and I met in 1990. I met him right after I graduated from college. And we met through some mutual friends at church and started dating. And within three months, we were engaged. And within less than a year, we were married. Wow. And we had these dreams and visions, you know, of what we thought our life was going to look like. Um, Mm -hmm. He would be a successful businessman. I would teach school until we decided to start our family. And, you know, had we would go on great vacations and just, you know, all these big things. uh, Jeff would play sports with his son and all these dreams and expectations that we had. Um, And then our son was born in 1997, and we were so excited. We were so excited to welcome him into the world and, again, had these dreams of what we thought our life was going to look like. But as he got closer to a year in age, we started realizing, you know, he's just not reaching milestones. He wasn't able to sit up when the, the milestone book said, you know, he should be able to sit up and just different things like that. And Jeff and I would look at each other and go, okay, well, next month, next month, he'll be able to do that. And the next month would come and the next month would go. And mm-hmm. he still was not able to do what the, what the milestone book said that he should be able to do. And so those dang milestone books. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, Jeff, Jeff wrote in, in his book about how he just wanted to set a big bonfire and throw those books, you know, <laughs> into a big bonfire and, and be throw done all with the it. checklists. Yeah. Throw them all in there. Yeah. Burn it all. Burn <laughs> it all. 
And, you know, it's so we started then this journey that we never dreamed that we would be on um, as special needs parents, where we had therapists in our home every day doing therapy. Um, we, we didn't have therapy, like a therapy center in town. So everyone came to our home, which sounds wow. great. But what it did was it set us up for isolation. Because I ended up spending all of my day at home with different therapists coming in and out. And quite honestly, my ther- his therapists were my only friends, it felt like at that time, right. because those were the only people I saw. Not to mention it's stressful, you know, Absolutely. making sure the house is in order. Uh, yeah. You don't <laughs> yeah, want them that to. Too. Yeah. Right. You don't yeah. want them to be calling somebody else like, hey, this woman's kitchen is seriously exactly. out of control. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Now, can and, you tell me more about John Alex's special needs? Yeah. What, what are his disabilities? So he has um, cerebral palsy and autism, and he got diagnosed when he was about 15, 16 years old with um, epilepsy, having, with having seizures. And that's such a scary thing. So we went through that whole, you know, when you get those first diagnoses, all that, the grief and the, the, all that process you go through when you get that diagnosis, we went through that again in his teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, when we got the new diagnosis and now dealing with seizures on top of that. That had and to be so hard. It was a scary, scary time. And, yeah. um, you know, he is completely nonverbal, never said a word in his life, um, requires 24-7 care. Um, just is, the, but is the sweetest young man you will ever meet in your life. He's 21 years old now. I'm, I'm actually in my office and I'm looking at a sweet picture of him across the room. <laughs> and he's just, he is the dearest, sweetest young man you'll ever meet. So, um, he, he, he is, always looks so happy. He and, is you know, generally, pictures, he just looks like he just always has a smile on his face. He is one, I just, I, I joke, I say, when I grow up, I want to be like John Alex because <laughs> he, he is something else just through, I, I, I don't know. Well, I know, I know that if I had to deal with all of the things that he deals with, with not being able to go where you want to go, when you want to go there, not being able to communicate your needs and wants with words, I would be so frustrated and so angry. And he just, he is just a champ and just is a delight and a joy. And I, I just wish I, I, he teaches me every day, you know, even without saying a word, um, right. what it means to, to suffer and suffer well and to, to, that you mm. can have joy in all things. So he's yeah. just a delight. Such an incredible young man. Tell me about Rising Above Ministries. I okay. know you and Jeff got this started. So tell me about the what led to the genesis of Rising Above mm-hmm. and where it is now and where it's going and all the things that you're doing there. And uh, well, actually, don't talk about future plans. That's coming. So, okay. Okay. So, tell me about Rising Above yeah. and um, all about it. Okay. So, back in 2005, we started Rising Above out of the life of John Alex. We would look around town and we would go, okay, we see no other special needs families. We honestly felt like we were the only special needs family in our whole town because we just never saw anyone. We knew, we knew that wasn't true, but, but there was never um, any opportunity for special needs families to come together. So right. in 2005, we got together with some friends and we, were, we just said, you know what, let's start having a monthly worship service for special needs families. 
because we knew how challenging that, you know, it is for special needs families to find a church that was accepting and, and um, accommodating for their family. So we started in October of 2005 and we hosted our very first Rising Above Worship service. And we had no idea if people would come or how that would go. And we had a room full. We rented a space and put a yard sign out. And, and that was back, honestly, before before Internet was, you know, before Facebook was really a big thing and, right. and all of that. So it was grassroots, you know, getting the word out um, that we were going to meet. And it was a room full of people, room full of families coming together and just celebrating the uniqueness of our families and that just having that community. And so right. we were just, we, when we saw that, okay, there's something here, this is, this is a good thing. And so then that following spring, I, you know, we had gone to church and gone to the church's Easter egg hunts and John Alex was not able to participate because he, we would try to participate, but you know, the eggs were on the, the ground. He's in a chair, a wheelchair or a stroller, and he can't bend over and get the eggs. Right. The, the typical kids are just running him completely over, you know? So it was like, we got to yeah. do something about this. So yeah. we, that spring, right after we started, had our very first, we call it the Easter extravaganza. And we rented a park and we created different egg hunt areas for, if you're in a wheelchair, we had, the, we had baskets hanging from shepherd hooks or hanging from uh-huh. trees where you could roll through the area. It was a flat area, you know, level where they could roll through it and get the eggs. What a great idea. Yeah. If you were um, visually impaired, we had eggs that talked so you could mm-hmm. find the eggs. And so everything we did, we adapted to the unique needs of our friends with special needs. And we also included hunts for the siblings because we wanted to have a whole family experience. Yes. And we had games and activities and food. I mean, it was just a whole big carnival-like feel. And again, we truly thought, an extravaganza. <laughs> truly an extravaganza. And we, you know, we honestly were like, okay, who's, are we, is anybody going to come? And we looked up that day and the park was packed. There were families wow. from not only our county, but from all surrounding counties who drove in because it was something for their families. They were craving yeah. that community. And where are you located? We are located in Cookville, Tennessee. Um, That's right. Yeah, we're in Cookville, Tennessee. And we just, we saw that there was such a need. And so we just started adapting other events, other things. We do a thing called the Heroes Ball, which is coming up here locally in just a few weeks, where we put on a family dinner and dance and we do its theme. So last year was 80s night. This year we're doing a sock hop. And the families get... It is so fun and the families get all dressed up and they walk the red carpet. And one of the sweetest things was um, Jeff would always announce our friends with special needs on the red carpet. And that was the highlight of the event. That was when they, they would come in and he would announce them and just, they would be cheered and celebrated as they walked that red carpet. So we took that event and we just, so we just continued to look at what the needs were and started adding those retreats. So, I mean, adding those events. So then I'll, we started going, okay, this is great locally, but what about the parents that are in different areas? So that's when we started adding in our retreats. Okay. And so 
we host every year a weekend for dads called SOAR. Um, it's actually coming up in April. Okay. We host a retreat for moms every summer. This will be our 10th anniversary. Um, and it's called By the Brook. And the moms come in and they are pampered. And we have volunteers who come in and, and do um, manicures and give haircuts. And all, you know, all of that's just part of coming and being a part of the weekend. We have uh, chocolate-covered strawberries and just wonderful food. And it's just a great time of encouragement and fun. And That sounds uh, amazing. Hey, is, I'm only two and a half hours. Uh, so I'm away, saying, so. I'm saying, it's, yeah, it's coming up June 21st and 22nd. And it is, we have, we literally have moms who plan their whole year around this event. They're like, we're, we're not going to miss it. And once you come, you don't want to miss. It's just yeah. such a, it's such a neat experience for all these moms. Even though we all have different stories, um, just mm -hmm. to come together in that one unique, the, the one thing that draws us all together is special needs moms. And right. um, we have worship and we have breakouts and speakers. And it's it's just an amazing, amazing weekend. And so, yeah, so come on down. That's coming up in that's coming up in June. So you're not too far okay. away. All right. I'm going to look that up. Look that up. And then we do um, a marriage retreat, a marriage conference called Together. And so that'll be in September of this year. So we, we try to do things for the whole family. We do things for the siblings. We do, so we, we are a family-based ministry. We are holistic in that we want to make sure we're not just doing things for our friends with special needs, but we're encouraging the moms, encouraging the dads, encouraging the siblings um, on yeah. this journey. So, And that's such an important thing to recognize that, you know, ministry um, to and even with, especially with those with um, disabilities that it's it's not just for and with them, but it's it's a whole family ministry, like absolutely. You were saying. Well, because we all know it affects everybody. You know, it's not just it individual with special needs. Right, right, exactly. And so for for parents to have an outlet to be able to meet with other with other parents, and for siblings to be able to do the same, and for whole families to be able to worship together and to participate in fun events like the Easter egg hunt together. Um, I think that's really, that's really an important thing to, to recognize that we need to be including the whole family in, in our ministry with special needs. What makes Rising Above unique? Well, I think what makes us unique is that we are so family oriented. So many ministries may do aspects, you know, maybe may do a respite night or may do you know, just different things, maybe things for the individual with special needs. But we truly make sure that everything we do encompasses the whole family. And so that's that's just a key important thing that we do. And I think part of that, too, is that we're realizing now with social media and with Internet that we're able to reach so many more families. So now, you know, we can we can do retreats virtually. So for the moms who can't come to Cookville, they can still get that retreat experience through what we offer online. So that's a that's a really cool thing, too, that we're able to do. But I think I think that that we make sure that everything that we do is for the entire family. Um, I yeah. think that's kind of what makes us unique. Right. And when you first started this, was it OK, we're going to start a special needs ministry and we don't know what it's going to look like? What was it a um, let's did rising above come before you started the worship nights or did worship nights kind of was that the catalyst into 
creating rise above and then as you did the worship nights it's like hey let's let's add in this event or let's add in this here and it just started to grow or did you already have a vision for all of those things at the beginning <laughs> not <How> at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no we started i actually started how how kind of things backtrack many many years i started going to a mom's group that was with typical moms and it was a it was a group where moms would get together and pray with their kids and I remember going, I thought this will be a great thing. I, you know, give me, let me be around some other moms. So I went to that a couple of times and I started realizing I so do not fit in here because the things mm-hmm. that, that were, you know, that were important to them, the things they were dealing with were so completely different yeah. than what, what I was dealing with. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I need a group of special needs moms. So I started just a group of moms. We got together, we did Bible study, we prayed for our kids. And then out of that, it was like, we just kind of were like, okay, we, so we had a little support group, you know, where we would meet. And then out of that, we were like, okay, this, let's take this to the whole family. Let's do something that's a whole family. So we honestly, you know, Jeff was working in the corporate world and still was doing, selling insurance and doing really well with that. And no, we had no clue. We were just like, okay, let's do this. And we can, we'll start off with this worship service. And it just started growing and, and growing into something. I mean, I could have never imagined all those years ago that this would now be my full-time work that I, that right. I do. Which is just, it's just such an incredible story. And that feeling of not fitting in is something I think resonates with a lot of people. Yes. I remember at our church several years ago at our former church, we, there would be a parenting class, you know, for Sunday school or, you know, different topical things. And the, and the books that we, that we looked at, you know, Ted Tripp, Shepherding a Child's Heart and, you know, just different, you know, solid, you know, biblical studies on parenting. And I sat there most of the time angry yeah. because none of what they're saying Relates. was going to apply yeah. to me. Yep. You know, they're like, oh, well, you need to address the heart of the situation and, you know, address the heart of your child first. And if he's upset or whatever, you know, whether well, there's selfishness and there's, you know, what all those different things. And, and there are ways you can talk to your kids about those things. But, but for Sam, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, but he has autism and that, that affects him first and foremost, you know, and, you know, sure, he's still a selfish four-year-old little boy, but what of this is autism and what of this is being four? Right. And there was no separating it out. And, and you're telling me I need to, um, you know, I, I need to talk to him in this way. And I just, I was so frustrated and I would ask questions and, and, um, you know, and the people there were super encouraging and supportive and you know and they tried to be understanding and like well maybe maybe you could do this or maybe you could try this and and they they tried to to be helpful but just the way that you know the way that parents are being taught you know this is how you interact with your kids it's not the same for us and so whether you're in a support group or a bible study or any of those things that kind of goes about things in a you know typical way we can't do that. And so it just feels so, and then you feel isolated, you know, even though you're in a big group of people, you're sitting there feeling, you know, completely alone. And at the time he was the only one, we were the only family there that had a kid with special needs. It was a small church, you know? And so it was just, it wasn't a huge, massive, you know, children's ministry. There was, 
you know, a couple handfuls of kids and right. and Sam was one of them. And he was the only one with special needs. He was the only one. And it was just so, you know, the people were loving and they welcomed us and they were accepting. And we didn't have those kinds of problems. It was just a trying to apply what we were learning in our discipleship groups was just so hard yeah. because it was like, this is not fitting our life. Right. So tell me more about, so rising above has come so far from the beginning, you know, Bible study right. and support group and, and worship nights, and you've got a lot of events going on. Can you imagine what the future plans are? For, <laughs> I hate for to even, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dare we dare we go there <laughs> yeah you know i i really it's so interesting because i we sit and we dream i mean i have i have the best team uh that i get to work with here at rising above and we all love to dream big dreams and you know trying to to see okay god where are you sending us where what do you want us to be about and you know, one of the things that we do is church training. We have we have a training that we do called For Jonathan's Sake, and it's actually named for our son, Jonathan. He's John Alex, but his full name is Jonathan. And, and it's taken from the story about Mephibosheth in the Bible, you know, and, and when David says, who can I bless from for, for Jonathan's sake? You know, and it was the story of Mephibosheth. So that's how we named it for Jonathan's sake. It's dual dual meaning there. Um, it's taken from that yeah. scripture, but it's also um, for our son, for Jonathan's sake. And um, such a beautiful story of yeah. redemption. Well, and what's such so, a beautiful story? What's so neat is that we actually—I didn't even think about this until just recently—but we actually named our son after that Jonathan in the Bible. And yeah, so imagine how that. Appropriate. How appropriate. So, you know, we're getting opportunities to go speak at conferences and go share about that aspect of it. A lot of what we're doing going in the future, we are going to be simulcasting a lot of our events. We'll also be recording them so that, that you can be a part of it. Even if you can't come, you can still come and be a part of it. We've got a brand new website that's absolutely, I'm a little biased, but it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Um, risingaboveministries.org. And it is just full of hope. We just want that to be a place where families can come. You can hear podcasts, you can read blogs, you can see videos, you can be encouraged on this journey. And so we're just, we're excited to, to, to be going more into, to the virtual side of things so that wherever you are, yeah, you can get that encouragement. So that's where we think we're going. Now, God may come you know, at any moment and go, okay, we're going to divert over here and we'll, we'll do that. But, but we feel like, you know, we're still doing all our things on the local level for our local families, but there's families all over that need to have that same hope. And so right. we're, we feel like we're, we're going to do whatever we need to do to get that hope out to those right. families. So I'm on your website and I love the new logo. Ah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's so it's it's so clever. And, you know, I, I wish I had that kind of brain <laughs> to create <laughs> those graphic designs. Yes. You know, it's in the shape of a wheelchair, yes. but you can see the, the initials R.A. for Rising Above. Yeah. One of our dads um, actually created that. One of our, our, our really? Um, yeah. One of our Rising Above dads did our logo for us. So that's kind of neat. That's so cool. 
So I see on here that you have a podcast. Yes, we do. So tell me about the Rising Above podcast. So our podcast, we just, we each month will put out a podcast, something different. Um, sometimes like that we have one that went up this week and it was me actually talking with one of my best friends. She serves on our board of directors here at Rising Above. She's a mom of a child with autism. She also serves on our local school board. Um, and she's an attorney. And so she oh. she knows all about IEPs and what those meetings should look like. So we had a conversation about how, your IEP meeting and what that can look like. And and so that we, we do some things like that. I did um, an interview with some of the dads who were in Jeff's book um, recently, mm -hmm. just talking to them, letting them share their stories about Jeff. We will sometimes at the end of a Bible study when we've done, we have an online connect group through Facebook where we have hundreds of families from all around the world who come in and are part of this online community. And so sometimes at the end of that, we will do a video. I mean, excuse me, not a video. We'll do a um, podcast just talk, wrapping that up. So yeah, so that's been kind of right. fun to do. Yeah. And I love the the resources section. You have virtual retreats. Yes. Yes. For some small groups, individual, small group, large groups, yep. so depending on your need um, at, at your church or in your community. Yes. And then there's also Bible study downloads. Yes. And we're adding um, more and more to that throughout this whole year. I mean, that that that's just the bare bones right now. By the end of the year, that page will be, there will be so many resources there. And so we're really excited about being able to yeah. offer that. Yeah. The Seeing Jesus Bible Study for individual access is $3. Yeah. So, I mean, that's less than a cup of coffee. Yes. It's less than a tall, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. macchiato at Starbucks. So, exactly. Which is absolutely fantastic. So I want to go back around to the book. You've mentioned a couple different times. Yeah. Um, tell me more about Common Man Extraordinary Call. Well, part of the story that I haven't shared yet, and we've alluded a lot to my husband, Jeff, was that back, it'll be two years in May, Jeff, my, my husband passed away unexpectedly. He had, mm -hmm. he's been dealing with major health issues for several years. In fact, the last two years of his life, um, I was pretty much his caregiver along with taking care of my son. Mm -hmm. He still mentally was all there, you know, but it just physically, his body was deteriorating. And yeah. He in right after Mother's Day in 2017, John Alex actually got sick and got the flu, and he ended up being hospitalized in Nashville at Vanderbilt. And at the same time he was there, Jeff had to go into another hospital in Nashville to have a procedure done. And when they went in to do his procedure, um, he coded and mm. went on a ventilator and. He, he was with us for a few more days in and out, but oh goodness, I'm going to try to get to this bit. Then on May 23rd. Mm, I'm so sorry, Becky. He, he passed away. And um, so, you know, I got to mm. be with him. It was the I can't even begin to, to describe how hard it was. You know, you have the two people you love the most in the world. Yeah. In two different hospitals, you need to be with both of them, and yet right. you can't. And so I did get to, I had family who rallied, you know, friends who rallied. And so I did get to be with Jeff when he passed away and then had to leave immediately and go back to Vanderbilt to be with John Alex. Yeah. And um, so before Jeff had, um, in that spring before he, he passed away, 
he had written a book proposal, worked with an agent, and gotten a book deal with Kriegel Publications for this book um, that he was writing for dads of kids with special needs. And if that, anybody who knew Jeff, that was his passion. He loved special needs families so dearly, and especially the dads. And he got so frustrated at seeing the dads who would leave their post. He would just, he would walk away or, or, or they might still be in the home, but they were just checked out. Right. Yeah. They just, they, they left emotionally they left and mentally. Yeah. I remember one of his blog posts um, about Superman. Yeah. And that was just such a sweet post. His writing, you could tell it just, just flowed from his heart. Absolutely. And he loved his son dearly. Yes, he I did. Mean, we all love our children, but I mean, he just, you could, you could feel everything that he felt for yeah. his son in his writing. And it was always just so beautiful. And it was always so, it was always so encouraging, yeah. you know, to, to read. And, and I got to know him just a little bit in, yeah. in our key ministry writing team. And, uh, and I, I always wish I had, you know, he's kind of guy, you kind of just want to like, I just want to have a cup of coffee yeah. with you and yeah. just talk to you and hear yeah. your story and, and, you know, talk to you more. And his his legacy is is impactful and it's it's leaving he's just he's leaving a mark on the world and one that's needed you know and so thank you for oh so i you're not done yet well what happened was (laughs) jeff passed away on a tuesday john alex is still at vanderbilt and my family's with him and i came back to cookville to plan the funeral that wednesday and when I, um, when I went home, I ran by the house and I checked the mail and there was the signed contract and his first advance check for this new book. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, this dream has died with him. So um, oh. the next week I call his agent and just fill her in on what's going on and, and you know, just say, what do I do with this check? Because you know, I thought the book's not going to happen. And she said, oh, she said. I've been in talks with the publisher and we know how important this message is. We know how important it was to Jeff. It's important to us. Can we please find a way to make this happen? And I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. Having no idea what that was going to look like at the time. Right. Um, Just say yes now. Exactly. Ask questions later. Exactly. And, you know, so I spent the next year and a half with lots of help putting together using his sermons and his stories and the things that he already had finished, um, just getting it organized for him. And it was my great joy and honor to be able to help bring his last legacy piece into being. And so, yeah, Common Man Extraordinary Call Thriving as the Dad of a Child with Special Needs is it's you can get it at Lifeway or Amazon. It's it's um it's it's the, the it was the coolest feeling to be able to go into our local Lifeway store and you see your book on the shelf. You know, see your, your right. the picture of your son and your husband on the front cover. And I'm really proud. I'm proud of the book. I'm, I know Jeff would be so pleased with how it turned out. And just the stories we're already hearing about lives changed. Yeah, dads who've read the book over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's completely changing how they view their child, how they view their family, how they view their role as a dad. So it it was worth every tear, 
every late night, you know, that uh, how hard it was. It was a beautifully hard thing to do, to go back and read and hear him and, you know, um, all the things he had to say, Jeff had to say. But when you hear those stories of a dad who has been transformed by it, I do it all over. You know, I'm so glad that we were like, yes, we said yes to this and we were going to do it. So right. saying yes to hard things. Yeah. No, that's it, it can be I can only imagine how daunting of a task it must have seemed at first to think, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do this? You know, and, and to have a team of people, you know, so you didn't have to do it alone. Right. Absolutely. Just and I know that it's just it's an incredible encouragement. So I know that's not the total point of this podcast, but I definitely wanted to to mention it. So I highly recommend Common Man Extraordinary Call by Jeff and Becky Davidson. So going back to Rising Above, we talked about some future plans for for it. So you've got a lot of things going on. You've got events for people who are in the area. And Cookville's not too far outside of Nashville. No, we're about so, an hour and a half east of Nashville. All right, we're right on the interstate, right on 40. Yeah. But yeah, so if you're in the Nashville area, definitely check out Rising Above and all of their resources, their ministries, their events, the retreats. The dad's retreat sounds incredible. The mom's retreat sounds amazing. Yeah. I don't know how you get a manicure virtually. Uh, well, but, um... you have to just, you know, that's one of those <laughs> things that you just are like, I'm going to have a, the beautiful thing is you could have a group of friends in your home. And you yeah. could have your own little retreat there with just a small group of friends where we, we provide all the content for you. And then, yeah, you, you oh, know, wow. you could, you could do a girl pamper night, you know, by yourself with, with a group of friends. So there's all kinds that of ways. That is really cool. Or a church. All different things. Yeah. A church yes. could decide. There could be a church out there who's like, you know, we would love to do a retreat for moms, but we don't have the content. Don't know how to do it. Well, we've got the content. You do, you know, you bring in volunteers to do the pedicures and the manicures and the haircuts and, you know, all of that. And we'll provide you the content. So very cool. Yeah. All different kinds of ways. Um, and so how can people connect with rising above? So the, well, the website, yeah, the website's the best way rising ministries.org. You can go there and, and there's an events page that has, it's beautifully laid out very easily. You know, where you, so you can navigate I'm looking at it now. It's beautiful, and you can just. I, I'm I'm a little jealous. Uh, well, we had right a, <laughs> we had a we had a great web designer, a local girl, a, a local company who who did that for us, and just we just are so proud of it. But it's very easy to navigate, so you can go straight to that events page and see everything that we have going on. Um, we also have a great um, Facebook page. Um, you can find Rising Above Ministries on Facebook and and on Instagram as well. And um, we have I have a with social media manager who does all of our things that you'll see on Instagram and Facebook, and she just does an amazing job with that. There's always encouragement yes. and hope right there through Facebook, and then we have a, a, a an online connect group where we will do like right now we're actually finishing up. It's our last week of doing the book Common Man Extraordinary Call, and then we'll have a whole new series starting in a couple of weeks that we'll be going through. So that's just through the Rising Above Ministries online connect group. You can ask to join that, answer a few questions and ask to join that. And you can be a part of a community of 500, you know, parents from all around the world who are in that. So Fantastic. that's the best ways to get us. Okay. Wonderful. And I want to leave our listeners with hope. You, you mentioned it um, throughout the 
throughout our discussion, but what special hope, especially the hope that we have in Christ, what special hope do you have as you lead Rising Above Ministries, as you're living this life as a special needs mom who's lost yeah. her husband? How how do you hold on to hope? What is your hope through all of these? Yeah. And it might be different for Rising Above than it is for your right. family, but tell me more about the hope that you have that, that you're holding on to. Well, for me personally, right now, it's just the hope of knowing I'm going to see Jeff again. Yeah. You know, I know, I know where Jeff is. There's no doubt in my mind where Jeff is. And not because he was good, not because he was, you know, not because he laid down his life to serve special needs families. It's not because of that. It's because he trusted in Jesus. And I have this hope of knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that not because I'm good, not because of anything I've done, but because of Jesus, that I'm going to be with Jeff again. And so that my time here, as hard as it is, and as much as I miss him, that I will see him again and that John Alex will be with his dad and that John Alex, everybody, Jeff will be whole and well, John Alex will be whole and well. And so for me personally, that's my hope. I, I, I know that this, even though things are so hard here on earth, that it's just fleeting and that there are great things to come. So uh, I long for that day every day for when, yes, when longing for home, longing for home. <laughs> But true home, yeah, true home. But you know, at rising above, we our our motto is that everyone is wonderfully made, created for a plan and a purpose, and destined to glorify God. And it doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, fully able to do everything, or if you have to have help with everything. That every that God has a plan for everyone, and mm. for us to be able to tell, you know, help families get to that point of seeing their children as wonderfully made and for seeing their children and knowing that God has a plan and a purpose and a destiny for them and for their family, then then we start seeing hope grow in families. And so that's our mission. That's what we want to do. Such a, oh, we need this hope. Yeah. We need this hope so desperately in our world. Becky, thanks so much for being Thank on the you. show. Thank you so much. for sharing your story and for sharing the pain in your story. I I am sure that there are families out there who need to hear the pain in someone else's story because they're finding hope through the telling of that pain. Yeah. And so thank you for sharing mm-hmm. your heart with us. And thank you for sharing Jeff and his legacy through through this book. And thank you for the work that you're doing in Rising Above. I I I honestly didn't realize how much was there. So I'm so excited to have discovered, you know, more than, more than I, more than I had thought. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. If you'd like to connect with Becky, you can find her on her own website at redefinethislife.com, where she blogs and posts videos about her life with John, Alex, and Jeff. She's got all kinds of goodies on there, and a shop is coming soon with what I can tell you is the softest shirt I have ever worn. You can find Rising Above Ministries on their website at risingaboveministries.org. On social media, find her on Facebook at Redefine This Life and at Rising Above Ministries, and Becky's speaker page, which is at Becky Davidson Speaker. On Twitter, find Rising Above Ministries at Rising Above Min. And on Instagram, you can follow both Redefine This Life and Rising Above Ministries. 
Becky also has a page on Vimeo, and we'll be sharing that in the show notes as well. Don't forget to check out Jeff and Becky's book, Common Man, Extraordinary Call, Thriving as a Dad of a Child with Special Needs on Amazon and on her website. All of these links will be made available in today's show notes, so please check those out. In honor of this very special edition of a Special Hope podcast on Father's Day, I want to leave you with Jeff Davidson's own words to other special needs dads. Jeff's blog is called Goodnight Superman, and you can find that at goodnightsuperman.com. He wrote a post called Brother in Arms on what would have been his last Father's Day on June 16th of 2017. These are his words. This weekend is Father's Day. I'm grateful for my little group of dads who have embraced their calling and believe they have been chosen to be special needs dads. They inspire me as I watch them interact with their kids and pour themselves into their children's lives. Warriors, protectors, providers, encouragers, and equippers. But something else will happen this Father's Day that isn't inspiring or encouraging. There will be approximately 58,000 new special needs dads experience their first Father's Day. Roughly 40,000 of them won't be around in four years. They've checked out. Cut and run. We're losing an entire generation of special needs dads. If they only knew the blessing they have abandoned. If they only knew the joys they will never experience because of their selfishness. If you want to determine the strength of a man, you measure it by the depths of his love for his family. Our strength is most magnified by our surrender. Our toughness is displayed through our tenderness. Our significance is measured by our selflessness. Our success is determined by our sacrifice. So this piece today is for all the special needs dads who stuck around, who are engaged and involved and serve their families, who have embraced this life, accepted this calling, and are proud to be fathers of children with special needs. Your Father's Day will mirror your life in general. It won't look like a typical Father's Day, but you're a special needs dad. For you, every day is Father's Day. That clapping sound you hear in the distance is all of heaven saluting you. Jeff Davidson ran his race well and has joined the cloud of witnesses that surround us as we continue to run for our prize. So dads, if he were here today, I know he would tell you to keep at it, keep persevering, keep showing up, keep loving your children and loving your family. Do it well for the glory of God. Jeff, we'll see you one day soon. Happy Father's Day. I want to make sure that I give a special Father's Day shout out to a couple of very special people in my life. First of all is my own dad, Michael Austin. Dad, if you're listening, I love you so much. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for me, raising me and being such a good father and a good grandfather to my children. We love you so, so very much. And I miss you, and I miss not getting to see you as often, but I look forward to the time that we're going to be spending together. And I just want you to know that I love you, and you've been a wonderful father, and happy Father's Day. And the second one is my husband, Kyle Brody, the father of my children and a very special, special needs dad as well. 
Kyle is an incredible father. He makes the best homemade buttermilk pancakes from scratch every Saturday. Occasionally, it's a waffle or scones or even donuts, but mostly it's pancakes, and they look forward to it every Saturday. He encourages our children in their talents and their passions. He's been a part of their lives in every way. He's been a part of leading them to Christ and has baptized all three of them. He teaches them in so many ways in cooking and music, worship, devotions, and teaching them to turn off a light when they leave a room, which they're still learning. He goes to coffee dates with them individually every Friday and rotates through them so they all get a turn to spend one-on-one time with him. He's very intentional about the things that he does with his family, making sure that we have family time together, Friday night movie nights. He makes homemade pizza every Friday night. He's just such an incredible father, and I am so blessed and so lucky to have him as my husband. He works so hard to provide for his family. He loves to have fun and laugh with them, and he just loves them so, so very much. He goes running with Sam, and they do races together, and it's just been incredible to watch the two of them share that passion together. He's everything I've ever dreamed that he would be as a father to our children, and I love him with all of my heart. I am so proud to be your wife, Kyle, and the mother to our boys. Happy Father's Day, babe. I love you. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. I love you. You, you are a buddy. You, we watch movies. We, we run. We talk about stuff and more stuff. And we do jokes. And that's what's good. And I love you because I do. So, yeah. Hi. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. I'm your host, Sarah Brody, and this is A Special Hope. You can find our website at hopeinautism.com slash a special hope podcast. Also on Facebook and Instagram at a special hope podcast and on Twitter at a special hope pod. You can also email me at a special hope podcast at hopeinautism.com. I'd love to connect with you on social media and hear your comments. And if you're enjoying listening to A Special Hope, I would greatly appreciate it if you could give a five-star rating and give a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It goes a long way towards helping others find hope and encouragement. Thanks so much for listening today. Have a great week. I love refrigerators.